Guru Nation, welcome to episode 448 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, I actually interview a CRA Academy graduate, Ali. Ali got uh, not one, but two six-figure job offers in clinical research uh, after taking the Academy. It did not come easy. He could not take just any position because he was getting paid a pretty good salary in his previous position um not in research outside of research but this is an inspirational story for anybody looking to get into clinical research industry so check it out uh links in the show notes to both academies the cra academy and the crc academy if you're listening you still have time right now to win a free crc academy scholarship uh it's latinosinclinicalresearch.com is the website links are in the show notes you should also go to my youtube channel uh link in the show note and check out the video we posted about the latinos in clinical research giveaway so check that out also in the show notes check out the patreon channel five bucks a month we have a monthly mastermind we help one another out we coach each other Uh, We also, I provide weekly videos on how to improve your opportunities using digital marketing. So go check that out. It's the best five bucks a month you'll ever spend. And if you need to help getting studies, just text me 949-415-6256. With all that being said, enjoy the show. Hello, Guru Nation. Welcome to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. It's so hard to get these students who get hired to come on the podcast and do interview. So I am so lucky. Ali just got a job, former CRA Academy student, graduate, just got hired. I said, hey, man, can we, before you really start getting busy at work, you want to do an interview? He said, yes. Thank you so much, Ali, for saying yes. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Very good. And just so everybody knows, he looks exactly like my little brother. (laughs) I'm going to put a picture of my little brother underneath here so you guys can compare. Let me know in the comment what you think he looks (laughs) like my little brother or not. So, Ali... Uh, welcome to the show. How's everything with um, your current role with your job? Mm, so far, so good. Uh, so right now I'm in training and pretty soon I'm going to start on site. What, what is your actual position? Uh, it is a CRC, but uh, uh, specifically it is a query resolution. Okay, very good. And uh, we're not going to mention the employer, but um, it's an academic institution, and they happen to pay very well. You don't need to say if you don't feel like it, um, but uh, if you do, feel free. If not, don't. you don't need to bring it up. They're paying me $50 an hour. Very good. Very, very good. And uh, so basically... How did you, let's walk us through, because a lot of people are watching and listening right now, and they're like, well, Ali is so lucky, you know, and they don't really see the work you put in. First of all, the CRA Academy, it's not easy to pass. It's a three-month, it has a lot of commitment, then there's the internship. Um, Walk us through, first of all, what introduced you to research? Like, how did you even discover me and the CRA Academy and all this? What made you want to do research? 
I was doing my second master's degree in bioengineering and nanotechnology, and that program was specifically designed towards uh, passing, uh, uh, designing drugs that can pass clinical trials. So um, that was when I was interested in just uh, being able to work from home, which is a yeah. big deal for me and uh, ACRCs, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, their pay rate is a big factor and something that's aligned with my education. That's the most important thing. So um, I just uh, did a random Google search and I <laughs> just ended up uh, finding you and uh, if you remember in 2019, I um, graduated and then I did my my internship. I started applying and applying. Wow. Okay. And w so twenty uh, January twenty nineteen. I just did the the verification reference check for you, so it's fresh in my head now. So January twenty nineteen, you started the class, and then um, uh, you did you graduated in April. I want to say March April. Yes. And then what time. what was that period because that's a what didn't happen overnight you know what did you do from the internship and by the way I never met Ali he never came to California so their internship was all remotely right all done through yes. you, know, you did the breast cancer study but it was like what was the process like after the internship how many places did you apply what were some of the, did you get any interviews? What was some of the feedback you got? So um, at the time uh, I kept applying and uh, I didn't get disappointed. I know it's very hard to get into the industry. So what I did was uh, weekly, I just did an indeed.com search. I put uh, the clinical trials or clinical research and for the zip code, I put either my zip code or remote. That's all I put. I didn't put any other characters uh, in the indeed.com search. And I just did a, ran a weekly search every week. So I got uh, interviews with Covance, uh, which is ah, uh, one of the where best. they have a base one yes, of the in Indianapolis. And uh, so... Covance uh, just before this job offered me a, a data analyst one uh, position, but uh, the rate was $25 an hour. And I turned it down because uh, uh, in my IT job, I was uh, in getting about 30 some odd dollars an hour, something like that. Okay. So I said, no, I'm good. And then uh, I kept applying and applying and uh, I found this job. That's a good point you brought up, uh, Ali, that people don't really talk about. It's uh, the reason it takes longer for some students to get hired is because of what you just said. You know, you actually got an offer earlier in the process from Covance, but because you were making more in your current industry, in your current job, you didn't want to take it. And so that ha that may happen for a lot of the students or even not just students, but the people watching, you know, sometimes when you do something entry level and the benefit of the CRA Academy is you get to do the internship 
and you're no longer entry level at that point. Here's the funny thing about entry level. You can only be entry level once in the same industry. So we make that happen for you. You get your first position with us. And now your next one that you apply to, no longer entry level. And so this does help a lot of people who are struggling because there are entry level positions. But like you said, they pay a little less maybe than what you're currently receiving. And it may not make financial sense for you to move on. So you persevered. And uh, when was the first interview you got for this job that you took? When was that? Um, about uh, two weeks ago. Okay. So it literally took like, for those watching in the future, it's now November 2020. So it almost took you an entire year, right? Exactly. To go through yes. the different job offers. Did you do more interviews than the one with Covance? Were there any others? Um. If I can recall, uh, probably one other job. Uh, I can't remember because um, okay. there were several, but I got a lot of rejections. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> if you apply and immediately, sometimes the person is sitting right there and they just send you, although you are, you were a very great candidate, but, and then the but comes <laughs> and then they say, but uh, we decided to go with other candidates. And why do you so, think, like, honestly, why do you think these guys who went with you, why do you think in your gut opinion, you don't have to say CRA Academy. What's it, It'd be nice if you did, but you don't have to. What's your real, like, why, why do you think they picked you? Um, my background is uh, IT and slash information technology. So um, I'm very good with that, data to begin with, but uh, uh, my resume, my resume, I'm sure it projected very well um, because I had uh, all the certificates that uh, CRA Academy um, offered. And in addition to that, I had a great internship. So on your resume is a big deal for them. And uh, that's what they're looking for. Unfortunately, I don't have a clinical background. And that's a minus. And uh, I'm sure a lot of those rejections were as a result of not being a nurse or a physician or yeah. anything of that yeah. caliber. And who did who did your resume? You you did it? No, you did it. I did your I did, you did your resume. My resume. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I did your resume. I, I yeah, modified you it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made some modifications because uh, um, I have uh, two or three different resumes. Um, okay. I got you. I yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah. You know, I've done so many resumes. I can't remember because I used to do the resume only for the people who came to California for the internship. I would reserve it like special incentive to come to California. But now since of COVID, we, we do remote, so I just do everybody's if they do their first monitoring visit report. But I couldn't remember yours because it was uh, a while ago that uh, <laughs> I ended up doing it. There's been so many since. But that's good to hear, then, that the resume is getting attention that way. Yes, um, and I forgot to mention this. Um, there is another offer. It's not an official offer, but it, this is with the, with the NIH, and it's called, the title is Protocol Specialist. And uh, when I go to the USAjobs.gov and I check the status, 
of my application, it says referred, and then it says you are one of the best candidates. So if I get that one, that would be the ultimate job. Wow. Yeah, Does it tell high, you how much that one pays? Does that pay more yes, or less? It, it, it's more than this. It's about $100,000. Ali, you're going to have a lot of friends. I'm going to put your uh, LinkedIn profile underneath. You're going to have a lot of friends after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So very interesting. So basically, your IT background definitely helped. What's the position of that NIH one? What is the title? Protocol Specialist. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Okay. I wonder if the IT background even matters in that particular job. Maybe it does, right? Yeah, it does. It does matter, but uh, uh, a lot of the material that we studied at CRA Academy, that helped a lot too. Yeah, so yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, we try to be like a generalist academy, like help you. It's called CRA because that's the job most people think about when they think about research. They say, oh, CRA. But it, we've helped so many, just like you, right? Now you're another one. So many people in different positions, not CRA. But you came in wanting to be a CRA, but then now it's, you know, look at what it opened up. It opened up so many other opportunities. And you can always be a CRA too. You're not, both of these jobs, whichever one you end up taking, is going to, uh, you know, basically get put you in the position to be a CRA should you want to be one one day, right? But both of these jobs pay really well. So you may not want to be a CRA because CRA have to travel a lot. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, work-life balance that they don't really get. Yes, uh, well, as I said, uh, uh, I would like to work from home. So this job offers me work from home three wow. or four days a week. And that other offer, if I get that, that's a telework position. A lot wow. of these government jobs, you can work from home. So that's my goal. I don't want to wow. <laughs> go to an office. So This is wonderful. This is amazing. Uh, what is your, so work from home. So um you have only started recently, like for what, like a week at your current job or two weeks? Yeah, yeah about a week. Yes. A week. And what are you just doing the training now and nothing? Uh, I'm crazy? doing the training for now, yes. Okay. And then the, they are going to assign me an EDC system, an EMR system credentials, and okay. I'll go on site and do some job there. So your role is basically to look at all the queries that the site is getting from different monitors. People like yes. me, I actually monitor one academic institution. So I go, you know, give the research clinic some queries and then basically what? You resolve them or you make sure somebody else resolves it? That's what I do. I resolve the queries. That's my main and wow. only task, just resolving queries. So you're going to have to be trained on a lot of protocols. Yes. Wow. Right now, I do have one pro protocol that I've studied because of my research background, um, I can read pro protocols easy. That's easy for me. I've read like about a hundred different research papers. I've authored like four research papers myself for my master's degree. Oh, so, from your master's. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you have yeah. the academic research experience from your master's, yeah. even I, before CRA Academy. Yes. By okay. engineering and nanotechnology. I got you. I got you. And then uh, did the uh, breast cancer internship experience play a role in the interview? Did it ever come up in the interview questions? Well, uh, there were, uh, 
Yes, because they needed uh, a CRC uh, that has uh, experience in an oncology trial. Okay. So I said yes. Wow. So everything they wanted <laughs> existed on my resume. You so checked every yeah. box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all the, all the things that I did in my internship and in my training that helped a lot because they were looking for specific things somebody who is uh, familiar with edc system somebody who has done uh, phase two clinical trials that's what mm -hmm. i've done in my internship so what what kind of questions did they ask you in the interview like let's oh, say your yes. final interview because they have to verify that you know this stuff so exactly. what did they ask you like what kind of things did they, they ask they asked me uh, what kind of EDC system? Can you name your EDC system? I said uh, bioclinical. And then uh, they asked me whether I have uh, worked with EMR systems. And they wanted a name for that. I said, yes, next gen. I've used EMR system in the past. Okay. And so, and then one other question was, um, uh, what kind of... Uh, uh, resources did you use was it paper or was it uh, electronic so i said it was paper the data resources sources that we use at paper uh, for yeah. our jobs so i yeah, said both use, electronics and paper, paper we we use the paper based in the uh CRA academy but we uh we upload them uh so that you can view them remotely but it's still paper based source uh, good ali you did really good man i'm really proud of you um i think you obviously with your background you have a bright future in this industry you're starting out really nicely so congratulations to you the perseverance did you ever feel like giving up a lot of people give up they, i think they give up too soon what do you, do you think about this uh well, no because uh i knew it's a very hard uh, thing to do because again you don't have a clinical background and that's what they want if you want to work as a cra uh, a lot of these jobs want at least two years to minimum for monitoring and i didn't have two minimum two years of monitoring. So that's another problem. I knew it's difficult, but uh, um, I didn't give up, as I said. And I just did that uh, weekly Google, uh, indeed.com search, in addition to searching in the government website. The government website is golden. So what is it, usajobs.gov? usajobs.gov and um, if you type in clinical research, you're not going to see a lot of jobs. So they're entitled so many different things. So mm -hmm. you got to go to the department of your interest, which is the Department of Health, and just uh, look every single job, see which one is close Department to of Health. That's a new nugget of wisdom that we got. I've never even known about this. And now all of you guys watching and listening can benefit from that. USAjobs.gov. Don't look for clinical research. Put Department of Health and then go look at all the stuff they have. Exactly. Wow. Thank you for that, Ali. I really appreciate you coming on the show and you helping uh, inspire and motivate others. Uh, do you want anybody to connect with you, maybe a viewer or a listener? Or do you prefer, you know what, I'm busy. 
I don't want to connect with anybody. What is your preference? Uh, I'm a private person, so <laughs> I'll opt out. <laughs> we'll opt out, guys. No luck, but just text me instead, 949-415-6656, and add me instead. Okay, add me on LinkedIn yeah. and on Instagram. That's okay. I don't even think we're connected on any of these things. So, um, yeah, you are pretty private. And no, I appreciate you coming on. Um, and I think that you have demonstrated that if you're patient enough uh, and persistent enough, you can get a really like a super good job. This is fantastic. And you get two of them. Yes. Got to be very patient. And uh, right now, I didn't tell you this, but this one, uh, I am an MD1 student. I'm uh, studying to become a doctor. So if I get that, then... No kidding. <laughs> that's perfect. That's so it makes, sense. Deal. it makes sense why the... Um, did that ever come up in the interviews too? Like, do you, what do you want to no. do? No. I, I didn't put that on my uh, resume okay. because it's just year one mm -hmm. and at least four years to just graduate and then yeah. residency. But it makes sense so where you that, are. It makes sense where you're located, uh, where you're working, because that's a medical school, also, right? Yes, but uh, with that experience and education, then I won't have any problem with the clinical background, medical background. So exactly, uh, I will be able to work at high levels from home. <laughs> wow very good very inspiring interview much congratulations ali um uh, you've motivated probably many people watching listening so uh, we appreciate you coming on and being honest and transparent and uh thank you very much any last words of wisdom to the viewers and listeners just don't give up and don't forget your weekly search, indeed.com search, usajobs.gov search, every week for at least a year. <laughs> I like it, Ali. This is, thank you. It's what they need to hear. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You guys all, uh, thank you for watching and listening, and we'll catch you all later. Bye-bye. So hey everybody, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, and also go to theclinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, you can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to theclinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.